I should probably use my podcast voice and not my library voice. <laughs> it's fine. That's you know, is, I'll edit this it. This is not an ASMR stream. It's I'll, not an ASMR I'll, stream. I'll edit it out to protect the, the identity of... Uh, the names what have if, been changed. Oh, what if I get right on the microphone, Nick? Does this, does this do anything for you? Everything's does getting this, everything's this, getting mono mix, so I, everything. I, it's not really oh, every, it's not tickling oh, okay. my ears well, the way it should. I, mean, I, I actually I'm only I'm only in the left channel right now, so it doesn't matter if I use the microphone because the way my condenser is, I just I'm I'm one channel Joey, I'm one channel Joey, and I'm here because I love video games and I like to play new games and I like to talk about them. And here I am talking to you about new and unique games, kind of like a book club with games and with people who are you know listening on the podcast platform so everybody just welcome to garbage game club this is uh this is adios which you know because you read the title of the episode so we're really happy to have you here i don't like this i don't like i don't like what I, you're doing i don't like i, I don't like probably, honestly i'm sorry because you're gonna have to uh, this is gonna freak out race. audacity like it's gonna be like i have zero idea of what you're trying to do here buddy no what you, you're gonna have to select this part and you're gonna have to normalize it because you're gonna want it to be softer but you're gonna need to because it's, as soon as i start talking it's gonna be a problem <laughs> Great. so i'm sorry for the edit work that that caused you Great. um but you know what uh, I'm sorry for people who I just spooked awesome, but we are back and here and missed you because we we took a second and we filled up our coffers with new video games and we are here to talk to you about them. This is so Garbage many Game. new That's games. Nick. I'm Joey. And thank you for supporting us at patreon.com slash cybergarbage because, you know, why podcasts aren't free. Entertainment's not free. What do you free. mean? I could just go on Stitcher right now and stream a billion podcasts. What do you mean Stitcher, they're not free? Stitcher, how old are you? How old are you? Nah, I don't use Stitcher. Although that was the Nick, first... tell me what tell me what we're talking about today. We're talking about adios, baby. I'm not and I'm not saying goodbye yet. I'm talking about the game Adios, which is a very short indie game that released earlier this year, and it is <coughs> one second developed by a small team of people and the company. And I'm trying to stall and get time because I forgot to bring up the. <laughs> You need the info, Nick. Come on, the info, the info, the info, the info. By Mischief. That's that's the developer of the game, Mischief. And I know it's a small team. And this game was pitched to me uh, from one person whom I admire deeply. As we all know, I'm not the biggest YouTube content consumer on the market uh, compared to a lot of people uh, in my demographic. But there is one person I yeah, do. Yeah, what kind of content do you consume, Nick? Good podcasts about video games? Remember to tell all your friends about Garbage Game Club and like and comment and rate five stars. Sorry, you were saying something? One, one person I do actually uh, enjoy their work on YouTube is one Tim Rogers, who is the guy who played through the original Final Fantasy VII in Japanese and English and then did a video comparing and contrasting the differences in the Japanese and English scripts. He's also the guy that does like four to five hour long reviews of some uh, big games uh, with his next one being Cyberpunk 2077 at some point. Uh, dude's very interesting and I really like the way he talks about this about games and he just mentioned on a podcast, Get Adios. And I was like, all right. And he goes, don't even look up anything about it. Don't don't watch a trailer. Just buy it. It's $18. It's a short experience. And he promised my life would be enriched. And you know what? I think he was right. 
I think my life was a little more enriched, especially for something that's so hyper focused in the span of about an hour. It's maybe like an hour thirty if you want to do everything, but the game's pretty short. That's, yeah, I, I think I, I think I was in close to two hours. And also, you know, after the after I got this recommendation from Nick, I also dove into Adios with no pretense, and I know that. Uh, generally part of the conceit of Garbage Game Club is like, you know, we give you a week's notice or so, you get to play the game yourself, and then you come into the episode like with your own experience with the game, right? Because we don't really necessarily want to spoil stuff. And I would say that uh, more than other episodes, I feel like this one applies, right? So th- th- this is a good cut stop point for you to go play a 90-minute game and then come back afterwards because it's short, because it's cheap, and because you can you can do that uh, without kind of ruining the mystique of what's going on, this is generally you know a, a more narrative uh, driven game. Some people might call them a walking simulator, right? So you should uh, you should really heed that advice for this show more than some other ones if this is something that could be interesting to you. So Nick told me, "Hey Joey, play this game. Don't look anything about it." And then I waited a month because I'm slow, and then eventually I did that. And uh, now we're here talking about it. So I went into this as blind as blind could be, Nick. Mm-hmm. I didn't even read the Steam description, with other, which other people did. So I, I went into it blind. Yeah, and uh, you know, for those, uh, you've probably, hopefully, played the game by now. But uh, Adios is a game about uh, you play a farmer who is also working with um, a hitman. And the hitman brings you bodies cut up in nice, easy, disposable chunks. And you feed them to your pigs. It's the perfect crime because pigs eat everything and there's no traces for the bo- of the body. So win-win for everyone all around. But in Adios, you play a farmer who's decided he's had enough and wants to sever his ties with the hitman. And essentially, the entire game is just spending an afternoon with this hitman and you kind of learn a little bit about each other's life. And it's ultimately this underlying push and pull between, hey, you're not really, you know, severing ties, right? Like you're just going to come on, you're going to do what I want you to. And it's you kind of unflinchingly saying, no, I, I'm done with this. And that's what really surprised me about this game, honestly, because I assumed that there was multiple endings to this game because typically that's what these kinds of games usually offer. Uh, you know, do I want to continue working with this Hitman or do I not want to work with this Hitman anymore? And ultimately I thought that's where the game would end with just like, oh, me making a choice and then I get one of two endings. Not the case. I think more so than any other of this type of game, Adios is very much an authored experience of, no, this is this like the writer had a very explicit, this is how the story begins, this is the middle, and this is how it ends. Nothing you can do can change that, but it gives you opportunities to explore and learn more if you're interested, which I appreciate. So it's a brief experience that can be made a little bit longer should you find yourself really enjoying your time with the game. And I really like that. I really like that the game has room for you to stretch your legs if you want. Also, very good fishing mini game, surprisingly. Like it's just feels pretty good. Feels pretty good. And and I do like that this game does have just the environment, your farm, has a lot of just innate history that you understand just by setting foot on it. And then you kind of learn a little bit more over the course of the game. But uh ultimately I'm pretty positive on the game. I there's a lot I really liked about the game. Um we can get a little bit more of that maybe towards the end, but what what about you, Joe? What did you think uh, loading in for the first time? When I was loading in, I was like, hmm, 
Okay. Uh, I, I tend to like good walking simulators. I think that it is, it is a game type that, uh, you can really do a lot with. I think that narrative in games is the second most important thing behind a good mechanic and they are not uh, mutually exclusive. You can have a good game that, that really leads heavily into either one for me. So coming into Adios and being having these expectation of, of walking simulator and, and story falling, I'm like, okay, cool. Like this is something that I, that I think I should be into. I know. I also like knowing when I go into something that the runtime is going to be short ish, because that means that I can like really leave all my preconceptions at the door and just like experience the, the, the little nugget of a thing. And then I see the pigs. I see the person coming in. I, I, I hear the, the first conversation that starts and I'm like, Oh, He's feeding his pigs dead bodies. <laughs> and then I go, and then I go, but they never say that. No, they like, don't. They, they never say that. They're, they're, there's a lot of, you, you have to do some, some light to, to medium reading between the lines, um, which, which is cool. This is, this is not necessarily a story that spoon feeds you everything. You have to make the proper inferences and kind of pay attention, which I appreciate. I think that's probably also something Nick appreciates because, God, if I know anything about Nick, he hates being food spoon fed. Um, we had a lot of weird dinners. Um, but, <laughs> you know, it, it, it was cool to see that conceit pop down immediately where it's like, okay, uh, you know, works with potential, probably organized crime, uh, does bad things, no longer wants to do that. And then, you know, the game takes this turn where really you are enjoying your last day with an old friend. And it's weird because your old friend is also a businessman and is going to have to make sure you die because you are now leaving this organized crime world. Right. Mm -hmm. So you're, but he's still respects you enough to like tries to change your mind because he doesn't necessarily want this to be what happens. He tries to, you know, give you the respect and the time and, and it's a very, human conversation about finality. And I think that what is interesting about Adios is that in video games, the agency is with the player almost always. And you feel, you know, uh, games have predefined story arcs, the, the majority of them. And I mean, there, there is, you know, open world, choose your own adventure, like stuff like that. Right. But really games have predefined story arcs of what happens. And even though you can kind of, change some story points you can like do the mass effect thing ultimately the game is designed and written in a certain way where things unfold but oftentimes even though there's a script you feel like you as a player as an avatar have agency Mm -hmm. which is what the thing i think adios does most interestingly and that is it tricks you into thinking that you have agency and that you can change what is going on here. You think, oh, well, I don't really have to die. I don't really have to quit the mob. Surely I can do something heroic or different or cowardly and like have some kind of impact on this story. But you can't. Mm-hmm. You, you can't. You're just playing out this exercise in finality that you have no agency over. And then when you start to realize that you don't think you can change anything, 
you as the player start to feel like, oh, well, this kind of sucks. I can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of hopeless. And that is, in its core, the nugget of why Adios is interesting. It's that subversion of video games mm-hmm. that is interesting about this experience. Yeah, I thought that, you know, up through basically the end of the game, I thought I could still alter events to some extent, especially uh, once you are in, you know, uh, after you've kind of parted with the killer and uh, he kind of gives you the afternoon to sort out your shit, uh, whether it be catching the old fish at the pond or cooking a, a delightful dinner. I assumed that I would be able to change something up to that point because I had a phone call with – you can uh, make a phone call to two different people, uh, your son being one of them. I, he was the first person I called, and uh, there were dialogue options that I was able to choose. Uh, the game does let you choose some dialogue options, which open up different like branches of dialogue. You There are conversations that – unfold completely different based on what you say um sometimes you won't see certain conversations based on stuff uh you didn't say and and whatnot but i i thought Mm -hmm. surely this phone conversation with my son is where i can make the pivot but then you learn very quickly that you and your son don't have the best history in the game which i think is another thing that is it kind of caught me off guard because i think for the most part Video games like to make you feel good, uh, whether it be being a badass or just like, oh, your character's nice or whatever. But you can tell that your character has made some poor decisions in his life uh, that ultimately led him to why he's currently in the predicament he is. But the stuff that I think the thing that really shook me was the dialogue options that popped up with the son where you want to tell your son what is happening. You want to tell the person you love everything that's going on but the dialogue options are grayed out and they get harder and harder to read based on how how much more frantic you're getting and like the the dialogue is is kind of like floating diagonally and it's much harder to read because it's just all the stuff that we as humans have a hard time saying our true feelings you know it's it's often very difficult for us to express what we really mean when we're talking to someone we love and and i really like how the game captured that they gamified to some extent the the awkwardness of not being able to say what you really mean and that, that that part was I thought was just a masterstroke of using the medium of video game to really capture a snapshot of what it is like to be a human being. Like that 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 one really really moved me, and it almost it almost brought a tear to my eye with like how painful that conversation was because you know everything he wants to say to his son, but he just can't because at a certain point he might even put his own son at risk, which is uh, an option that like. That, uh, a dialogue option that pops up in your head while you're talking to them, which is just super duper interesting. Um, but also, I, I really like how the hitman almost becomes like a friend over the course of the game, where it's just like, this is just two guys being dudes, mm-hmm. like, getting to know each other and understand. Uh, you know, this is a surprisingly empathetic hitman, which I guess hitman don't necessarily don't need to not be, but it's just an unusual... It's an unusual personality to establish onto one of the only other characters in the game. You really feel like the hitman is human, and he does genuinely care about the farmer. And they, he 
really doesn't want to murder him, but he kind of is, is forced to. And so I just love that constant back and forth of uh, role reversals and who has the power in this conversation when ultimately you know that it's the hitman. Yeah, and, you know, it's not like everything is ever explicitly laid out to you. Like, okay, well, I'm going to come. I'll see you later and come kill you. It's just like, a, oh, man, I wish we weren't going to make this decision. Uh, well, I guess uh, uh, talk to you later. Oh, man. Glad we can reminisce about all these old, old times that we've had. Eh? Mm-hmm. Ah, let me show you my horse and my car. Like, who does that? <laughs> This it, it really is like a profound exercise in sadness with the protagonist. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like the closest uh, example to like games as li- as literature because it is all just authored in a way that you know all games are authored. But there is so much subtext. There is so much like back and forth, real dialogue of just it was just two people trying to figure out life to some extent. And I just enjoyed being an ear or uh, a fly on the wall in their conversations and just getting to understand these fictional characters over the course of 90 minutes. And it was just, I don't know, so elegant and, and handled so well. Like, you know, I love the moments of interaction that also presents some interesting, like there's some like light bulb moments, let's call them that really kind of tricked me into thinking I would have the ability to affect the outcome. The first is when you're milking the goats with the hitman. And as you're milking the goat, one thing pops up, uh, uh, an option pops up, one of the first like text options that you have the ability to uh, manipulate in the world to some extent is, do you remember what that first option was? It said, shoot him. And I was like, the flag went off in my head like, "Uh, what do you, what? Is this how I like, quote unquote, win? And then you do it and you shoot him with the goat milk. And like, Mm -hmm. I think that plants a flag early on that hey, you know, maybe, you know, a lot of accidents happen on a farm. Who knows? Maybe you can get out of this. And it kind of led me down the the road with like a little bit of hope in my in my heart for the farmer, especially when you go uh, skeet shooting with with the hitman. How did how did your skeet shooting session go? Dude, I'm, I'm such a good skeet shooter. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just being competitive. Mm-hmm. Was I supposed to do anything else? Was I supposed to try and pull the trigger on the, on my friend? I mean, I don't know. I, I truly don't know because I, I handed him the gun right away and I wanted to see him in action. And then I figured I'd get a shot, but I never actually got to shoot the gun. But I think that that puts you in an interesting position where surely there's a dialogue option if you point the gun at him and pull the trigger, right? He's going to do something or say something uh, it, when you probably point the gun in his general direction because typically you're not supposed to point a gun at somebody. Uh, also, also really like how that kind of comes back uh, in the end when you're taking care of your business and you get to prep your own like last meal. I really, which is probably one of the more engaging parts of the game. It's like, Ooh, I get to cook now. <laughs> I really liked how there's so many different options for you to cook that none of them actually change anything about the game. But I do like that. There's just, the game is capturing savoring. The game does a good job of capturing savoring final, like a final moment uh, in a way that I don't think I've ever experienced before. So, so I agree, but I also would be smitten if I don't um, point out some of the jank that exists Mm -hmm. in Adios. Because while you're talking about, oh man, like it lets you savor stuff. I'm there just like 
having issues with the fishing mini game, like you know, of me being in the water and not being able to get back onto dry land because like Wait, why, why'd you has... go in the water? <laughs> what? Well, like I, I like jumped on something and then got stuck on the other side of an invisible <laughs> wall, and I'm like, wall time to reload a save point, or. I'm like on the phone in the kitchen talking to people and the cord is like bouncing around like a Gmod prop. <laughs> um, and I'm like, oh man, like th- there's a certain level of fidelity that doesn't exist that is like making me feel... Uh, it rips you it's out. T- it's taking me out of the game. Yeah, yeah like there, the, the, there was there were times where I was ripped out of the universe and the thought process I was having because of, uh, because of the game's jank, which is like, oh, I wish that wasn't the case. Yeah, there's some immersion-breaking stuff, like, you know, a dialogue tree, or I'm sorry, a conversation happens, and you decide to take a shortcut to go uh, dig up the manure, but instead the hitman takes the long way around but continues talking, and it's like, well, this is kind of awkward. Um, I mean, th- that's some of the stuff that I kind of am easily... It, it doesn't really affect me. I'm, I'm able to kind of like, eh, whatever, it's a video game. Like, not that big of a... It's a, definitely a... Where that line is of suspension of disbelief differs for everyone. Um, it never really bothered me, but I totally get how it could affect someone. Um, but yeah, I, I, the, the one thing I keep coming back to in my head is the end of the game. Because the end of the game is kind of scary. <laughs> it's a little bit like uh, spooky or intense. Um, one, mm-hmm. I want to know, why, why even go to your basement to get a gun? Like he clearly wasn't planning on using it but is it like i just i'm trying to figure out what his intention was was he trying to do the dignified thing and show respect that hey you know i will try to defend myself even though i'm not really going to like i never for once i never once believed that he would actually try and defend himself at that point in the game but it felt like a ritual or something uh what's your read on that uh, I thought that, that he might uh, do it himself instead of making oh, his friend do it kill for himself. Him. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. The oh, and one thing that sucks though is uh, you know, going back to the jank, I did say that it didn't bother me, but one thing that I'm reminded, <laughs> but... of, one thing that I'm reminded of is the very end of the game when uh, you're sitting at the dinner table and the hitman comes back into your house and kills you. I actually didn't see the hitman. the The game like glitched out in a way where. Uh, I just saw the pistol turn the corner, like if it was like a prop hunt gun, <laughs> and it turned the corner and then shot. And I was like, "Did the hitman like, like blind fire me? Like what happened?" And then I watched the ending again on YouTube just to verify. Like, did that glitch out on me? And yeah, the hitman is supposed to actually come up. You are actually yeah, supposed yeah, he to comes see in it. and then then bloop and then black. Like. So so the fact that I didn't see the face of the hitman before he shot and killed the farmer was a little bit disappointing because that really feels like you kind of need that to happen. (laughs) Like that feels only correct for the story to unfold properly. So that was a little bit annoying. Uh, But yeah, it was just that, that part really kind of unsettled me because of how uh, I guess maybe uh, anticlimactic it was not that I needed to be like, you know, call of duty going down in a blaze of glory, but it's such a quiet moment that it unfolds so quickly. And it's like, oh yeah, that that's probably what a how a hitman would work. Like, you know, he's no Agent Forty Seven, so he's not dropping a, a rubber duck bomb on top of the farmer or anything. But it, it's just so like cold and and callous, which was very interesting. Uh, I, I think it's any, just any other game would have some build. Over. Yeah. There's no like dying breaths, gasp for one last breath. No 
additional dialogue from the hitman it just it ends which is good which is cool yeah it's good I, I like that there's a game like this that is you know 90 minutes of your time tells an author to experience and you know if you if you are predisposed to enjoy walking simulators you'll probably like adios because it's doing it's telling an interesting story in the the realms of a walking sim and there's even some gamey elements like horseshoes which was nigh impossible to play but i still beat the hitman uh the fishing mini game which i thought was kind of fun uh and the skeet shooting which was I, according to Joey, pretty okay. Skeet shooting was the most fun. Fishing was a little frustrating. Horseshoes was like broken. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I I just don't understand how the game, the the horseshoe game works. But it's just, it, it's a, it's a, it feels like a nice like, to some extent, uh, like a game jam kind of game where like someone had a good idea for a game yes. that's assembled by like, uh, episodic but still related. Uh, beats, story beats that are all driven by different like mechanics or just dialogue options, which I thought was really cool. It feels like a fancier twine game, and that's not not to disparage a twine game or this game, but just it really does feel like a a choose your own adventure novel that ultimately ends in the same way, but just has a lot more a lot more meat to it than most choose your own adventures. Yep, I could not agree more. And I think that uh, I think people don't like it. I I, I I think people that it's it's a it's a fun little succinct story, which is what walking simulators should be. That makes you think. Mm-hmm. Any any longer, I think it would have been bad. Like I think it had this been extrapolated into four hours long. You know, if you live out the last week of of the farmer's life, I feel like I'd enjoy that way less. The fact that it all happens <laughs> in one day is just. It's, it's perfect. It's the perfect length for a game just like this. But Joey, I, I think we said every. Is there anything else you wanted to say about Adios? I, I think I said everything I. No, like I think that I think that we did it. I, I think that I think that hopefully people didn't listen to all this because now they'd be like, well, I know what happens in the game, and like maybe I don't need to play it. So hopefully everyone had a similar experience. I'm interested to see. I'm interested to see if people uh, found it more boring, less boring. If there's parts that they didn't didn't like, so so let us know over in Discord, uh, so we can so we can chat about it after after you've listened to our to our thoughts. I'd like to hear more people, you know, play play Adios. I've never thought, oh man, I really want to replay Dear Esther, but adios, it's definitely one of those, like, I could see myself replaying this on a quiet afternoon in, like, five years or something. I, well, that's like, you know, that's why I hold Firewatch up pretty high. It's like, man, one day, I'll have a good time replaying Firewatch. <laughs> and this is much shorter than Firewatch. But Joey, what is the next Garbage Game Club game? Well, we're going we're gonna to do a little more walking, because uh, I love walking. I'm like step step challenge get, Joey to, right here hit, right now. You're trying to hit seventy thousand steps a day. Is that seventy thousand? Twenty five. Oh, twenty five. That seems like too many steps. Mm, it's a lot. <laughs> what's the, what's the next game, Joey? Uh, before your eyes. This is another game that I have not really heard much about, but I have heard about the mechanic in it. Does it is a game up front about that mechanic? I'm assuming it would have. Yes, to it be. is. Yeah, you have to set it up when you start. Yeah, this this is a game that actually monitors your blinking. Is that correct? Via webcam, correct. I, okay, I I am immediately intrigued and 
am very excited to check it out. So there you go. You have your homework for next week. The next Garbage Game Club game is Before Your Eyes. Until next time, goodbye. CyberGarbage.com I want to be somebody Me 2.0 for you And when you meet somebody You're gonna feel the same way